Welcome back to the Never Broke Podcast. Remember, our mission is to increase financial literacy, provide the tools necessary for financial freedom, and enable people to achieve their life goals. We want people to live a life of abundance. We hope to not only equip you with the proper tools, but empower you to live a fulfilling life. Please know I am not a financial advisor, just a money enthusiast sharing my experiences, thoughts, and ideas. This should be taken for educational purposes only. This is your host, Esther. Today, we have another episode of the Small Business Saturday series, where I interview business and brand owners. Um, Owning a business and creating something is probably one of the most practical vehicles for people to achieve their financial and personal goals. Today, we have Chris Byam, or Christopher, I don't know if we want to be more formal, the creator of Mate Worldwide, which stands for Make All Things Equal. Chris, please introduce yourself. What's up, guys? My name is Chris, Christopher, Christopher the Curator, whichever one works. Chris is fine, though, because Christopher is long. Um, I'm the founder of Mate Worldwide. What is Mate? Mate Worldwide is a media hub. That I, you know, it started off where I would just link with my friends. I would interview them. I would catch them. You know, some, some of my friends are painters, rappers. Some of them make clothes. So I would just, you know, get like behind the scene clips and it kind of grew into where you know artists would hit me up to work with them whether it be like music video just get bts of like a studio session or whatever it is and the interviews started to catch on too so kind of just build it out and now it's not like you know a complex or a vice media but it's on the way though we love to hear we love to hear and i know we go like way back i remember when we did an interview when i lived in hillside or i don't remember yeah and i yeah over there somewhere and i think what's interesting is like there's there's been a natural progression of um your brand being built and i like how you're taking your time and like i still wear the hoodies to these days like that's like my favorite like loungewear to just wear and i think it's it's amazing to see you evolve it because I think that sometimes we're like stuck on how we want that idea to be um, and we never get to the fact of like letting it have a life of its own because like once you start creating something it, it kind of takes on its own form it and shape it, yeah. yeah and that's how people perceive it all of mm-hmm. that is up to the people it's not even up to you at a certain point right right it's like okay but this is not how I wanted people to but it's like you can only do so much and like your eyes like I can't wait till you you got to bring back the the events because the events were I know now the events are coming this year yeah they were they were top notch so what is your biggest wait, wait a little bit of that backstory what is your biggest why for starting this brand like you've been doing this for a couple years now so what, what was your biggest why for starting it back then and then what's your continuing motivation I feel like when I first started you know I had a camera and I was just like hey I feel like not that there wasn't you know platforms showcasing artists there were there are with artists, you know, sometimes they get the short end of the stick. A lot of projects that you see, you know, in the masses, you know, it's just to gain numbers. Mm-hmm. People weren't working hard this hard with artists until about, I don't want to say like early 2000s, but like early 2010s. They were working with artists, whether it be rappers, painters, but now I feel like we're seeing, you know, every week it's a new collab. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott almost had one with Dior, which was like, that was, to me, that was crazy. You know, whatever happened with Astro Fest, that's a whole different conversation. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like that working with artists, I feel like that was always my goal. And now, you know, after working with them and seeing the, I don't want to say the problems, but 
problems that could be solved is like proper exposure and like genuine connection with artists. I feel like people, you know, they look for an artist and it won't be they're looking for talent. They're just looking for uh, who can get numbers, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, studying business. I also understand that, too, because without numbers, it's like, you know, yeah, it doesn't make no sense. numbers. Yeah, no numbers don't make sense. So I guess I want to bridge that, like not saying work with every artist, because I also feel like some people, you know, they're doing things not from a genuine space. Mm-hmm. And that's also hard to see, too. But genuine connections and proper exposure for artists or helping with their exposure, because there's a lot of platforms out there, too, already. How are you um, building that that genuine connection and actually making sure artists are actually at the center of both versus like the business aspect, which is very hard to do, honestly. It's very hard to not think about how does this make sense in a money because everything costs everything costs money so how, how costs. yeah what's your strategy behind building out like the exposure level the like first of all what's your ideal artist and then how are you building out that plan for getting them the proper exposure or the proper proper payment or proper due respect so to answer that you know I, i've had a hard time trying to get that answer to like oh what's you know who am I targeting? You know, because that's something that you do have to know who you're talking to, who you're serving, you know, all of that. But I feel like my average artist, my average person I'm trying to connect with, not someone like me, but someone my age, someone that's, I'm not going to say, you know, against authority or anything like that, but they're against like the regular mundane lifestyle, the status quo, you know, and I'm not going to say they all about fight the power, but they got some fight the power in them. Mm-hmm. They're very much about taking, I won't say take care of themselves, but as an artist, you got to experience. So, you know, they're no regrets type person. Mm-hmm. And someone that's also dedicated about their craft, like who, like this painter, Monty Haywood. He's in, I believe it's Harlem or the Bronx. But I had a commission done for, from him. And, you know, we got to talking. I told him, you know, I want to shoot an interview and all that. He was down. And this kind of adds to the point where I'm, it's about to intersect, two points about to intersect. Mm-hmm. When you're talking to someone, right? If I just, put a camera on you and I'm like hey I'm gonna ask you some questions and then we're just gonna do this interview that's one way to you know I could probably get like a hundred interviews done in a month well not a month but you know I could get a bunch of interviews done in a certain time frame but if I talk to you and I get to know you and we build a connection you will either be like yo this guy is weird (laughs) I I will either be like yo this artist isn't not I'm not gonna say no one's a real artist but it's like you know something's fabricated yeah you could get the vibe check like "Mm, or it's like exactly get a vibe check and it's like i met him and you know it's pretty genuine and like it's kind of hard to describe that mm-hmm. but it just it's like when you cut it's like birds of a feather mm-hmm. it's like you just flock together really that's the best way i could describe it like i'm not gonna say i'm the most genuine person or anything like that but i feel like i'm authentically me you know what i mean mm-hmm. not perfect not none of that and i feel like you know when when you're talking about art which can come from such a vulnerable place I feel like it's easy to see who's fake who's real who you know aligns with the brand values it's hard to because you can be a your art could be acting yeah acting and there's a lot of fake stuff out there right especially with like like the way social media has like transformed how everyone perceives everything yeah I, I feel like, but I feel like, again, that's where it just comes to like, yo, once you know who you are, 
that birds of a feather stuff is real. Mm, okay. Hey, somebody's gonna speak to it. They're like, yeah, I'm I'm that person who has a little bit of this and what true, true, person. true. Um, I think that you know, whoever needs to hear it often hears what they need to hear. Um, and that's something that like has been encouraged me. I was definitely scrolling on TikTok like at 3 a.m. And um, somebody was like, I don't care if there's three likes, right? Well, this person was talking from a financial perspective. They're like, I don't care if there's three likes. I'd rather have three likes and a thousand dollars to do it than a, a thousand likes and I'm doing it for free. And I was like, that kind of puts it in a different perception. Cause it's like, those might be the three people that I genuinely needed to hear it. Um, so it's like, I think sometimes, um, which is also a tinge. I think sometimes we are like, oh my gosh, I don't think that makes sense. But I think the person who needs to hear it um, would be like, oh my gosh, he's he's talking directly to me. Yeah. Never, we never know. Um, we can That's only true. control what we're we're putting out there, and then people exactly. Yeah. So, what are some of the core things you wish you knew before you started? I know you wrote an article on some of this on the website, but what are like some of the things that you really wish you had like a solid foundation before even um, starting, mate? Mm-hmm. Some things that I wish I knew. There's a, like a lot of things, but okay, top top three. Definitely money management. <clears throat> Just knowing how to like be, you know, you could have a balance sheet, you could have a budget, and all of that. But if you're not strict on it, mm-hmm. and you're not disciplined. It don't matter if you have ten dollars, a thousand, a million. Like if you're not disciplined with it, you gonna spend it. However, you're not gonna care. Mm-hmm. So I would say money management for sure. Having a sense of like urgency and like staying on top of deadlines always. Some people this might be like, you know, of course you have to do that. But me coming from, I feel like such a free spirited, you know, just, hey, go with the flow, which is cool sometimes. But with business, you've got to be structured. Like there's no structure. It's like the difference. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like no structure, you're just going all over the place. And I've had moments where I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm all over the place. And then when you sit down for a minute and you like look at, I, what am I doing? How am I doing it? What's the flow? And if there is no flow, you gotta, you know, you gotta do something different. Mm, okay, yeah, that's, that's two. That's two, that's two. Third one, I have to say, have not having a team at first. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't have people around me, but like, I feel like I also didn't know exactly what I was trying to do. <laughs> right. So I couldn't be like, hey guys, I want y'all to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to just have everyone like, hey guys, we're about to do random stuff because that don't really work either. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? I like, feel like we're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we're figuring it out, but. Like, what are we figuring out? I don't know, but we'll figure it <laughs> You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I feel like as time went on, you know, the real people stayed around. The real people are still doing their stuff. And you just connect with who you're supposed to connect with. Mm, that's a good... Okay, so I'm going to touch on each point because I think your core... Like, your core lessons, like, relate to some of the questions. So for money management, how did you manage your money? Or how are you managing? Like, what is the progression of how you've managed your money from the mm. start? How has... Just in general, from, like, initiation, my website, like, how is your, your money journey... Um, what the brand changed or evolved over time. So when I first, first started, I had one bank account. That was like my personal bank account. I was like, oh, I'll just look at what money I made from me, you know, what money I made from everything else that I was doing and just allocate as I can. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> One thing, you know, I won't tell anyone to ever jump into like making an LLC or a partnership or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But once you have like a business structure, it does kind of help with like everything else after that. Because a lot of the things in this world are transactional anyway. Mm-hmm. But my point to that is, you know, moving from one bank account to two, and this bank account that I have right now is not a business bank account per se, but I use it for me. Strictly. Strictly just me. So it's like having a funnel just for your brand or whatever, you know, you're doing, whatever you're working on, have one bank for that. Please do not make my mistake. Secondly, you know, you have another job or you just have like you have a aunt that loves you she gave you 10k or whatever the case may be you know so you get a thousand right mm-hmm. allocate that thousand to the brand and like be on top of what you allocate it to whether it's like okay a hundred is going to go to three ad posts another hundred to 200 is like a photo shoot or something and then you just you know the other 800 700 is going to go to merch, you know, go hand out some of the merch. You know, this is all costs that you have to take into account. So just having like a proper accounting system, whether it's, you know, you're writing it down, if that helps you. QuickBooks, Excel. you know, if you're on Excel, yeah, Excel, whatever works, have a proper accounting system. Like literally checks and balances. What do you put in? What do you get out? Even if you're not in the profit, accounting, put that down and let's see where we at. Because I, I feel really like, my- like that. No, that's facts. My last point on it is, you know, I feel like in the beginning, I would never really check my finances. So I'd be like, okay, I have this much. Cool. We're just going to kind of freestyle it. And you just end up having less money. You end up not knowing exactly what you just end up in confusion. Don't be confused. Allocate, organize, have it written down, typed up wherever it has to be and follow through with the plan. I love that. I really love that. So like I have in two bank accounts, even if it's not a business account, like you can have like, maybe you have a PayPal strictly for it or like another bank, you have a bank, you use all your personal banking at Bank of America and another bank in that Chase or like, you know, or just literally a separate account because now you can see, okay, damn, all the money I spent. When when you, like and a lot of people say, you know, have a business account, like have two accounts. But when your personal money and your business money are in the same account, it all looks the same. It all looks, it exactly, all looks no, exactly. like. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And you have to be mindful that like your business is its own thing your brand is its own thing like it you you kind of have to treat it like your own like a person almost and it's like am i stealing yes. am i mm-hmm. am i stealing when people are like oh exactly like when people say oh my business is my baby literally if mm-hmm. your business is like you know what i mean like you have to look at it it took me a while to do that too because you know when you're trying to create something from whether it's a hard you know genuine place you connect it to you like oh i don't want it to look like this i want it to look yeah. perfect like imagine you had a kid and you're sending your kids to school you don't want your kids to look crazy you don't want your kid to you know what i'm saying you want your kids to come through proper mm-hmm. but i feel like you know part of that too is like the striving for perfection is a good and a bad thing yeah no it is because then you you might never do it you might never do exactly. it so now, th- the second point was about 
deadlines and and being like structured or strict so so how did you develop that skill set because like I said before we even started like me recording my podcast and I made a goal like I won't I won't um monetize my podcast until I reach a certain number of plays right but with that being said like the discipline to record every weekend is hard like so how have you like make sure like the fifth deadline is the fifth deadline especially when you're doing stuff by yourself there's no one over you like you you can be like you know what we can move the fifth to the tenth. exactly (laughs) um, unless you're doing like a certain piece or working or collaborating with a certain person or event like i think those are like very strict deadlines like how do you stay on top of um the deadlines you set for yourself um and the business and the brand Well, at first, I was just terrible with deadlines. I'm not even going to talk like I'm the best with it right now. But before, it was just, you know, something's due Friday. Eh, it could, it could, we could do it Monday. Eh, we could do it, da-da-da. And, you know, you just end up pushing things back. You don't really work. Or me personally, I didn't really work on them at a certain point. I was just overthinking, overthinking, overthinking more so than, you know, just sometimes, sometimes you just got to drop it. Like there was a shirt that I did. It was like on Mark Zuckerberg. You might've seen it. It didn't really get a lot of love, but I didn't put a lot of thought into it though. I wanted to drop it and I kept procrastinating. I was like, ah, this, that, da, da, da. And I'm like, you know what? Just drop it. People don't like it. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That was just me trying to break out of the habit of always like, oh, what's everyone going to think? And yes, you got to think about what people are going to think because it's not like I'm making content for me to watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm making it for the masses. So it's like, I got to cater. Some of it, something has to be catered to like, someone else is going to view this outside of me. And it's like, if you're not on time, there's not going to be nothing to view. There's not going to be nothing for anyone to critique. Like, not saying you're looking forward to the critiquing, but we got to drop. Got to stay on top of the deadlines. The deadlines create I feel like, I right, say you drop something today. It's like, damn, I really like that rollout. Now we can work on the rollout and what's going, you know, kind of see what's going to give us better numbers, better results, and we just get better. When people say, oh, it's not a competition, it's not in the sense of, you know, I could look at Kanye West and Gap, and you could be jealous. You could be like, oh, he has a brand. He has a clothing brand with Adidas too. Like, why don't I? But it's like two different timelines, Two different, like it's just different. And you just gotta try to be the try to beat yourself from yesterday. Not try to worry about the other man. See what the other man is doing, because a lot is happening in this world. And you know, we gotta learn from each other. Whether it's Kanye, whether it's whoever the hell. But deadlines help. We get better as we progress. And that's that. The last one was team. So um I'm I'm still struggling with like building out my team, but I know that like for me to get to where I know I want my business and brand to be I I can't do it by myself so um you said that you shouldn't essentially you shouldn't lead a flock astray like if you don't know where you're going then don't bring other people on board um so how have you helped how have you yourself honed in and defined what you're looking to do right and then how other people can come help because there's like, like there's some responsibilities that you can easily here take it here yeah. take it. but like how have you you know differentiated what responsibilities that you can hand 
off and then like you said people who you can trust like you said there are people here that are stable but like how have you you know with your journey to find those things a lot of it came back down to like that business structure like all right seeing exactly what i'm trying to do mm -hmm. exactly what you know services products all of that that i'm trying to release with me so my thing is i'm heavy on content creating videos anything visual graphics all of that so you know i would hit up like i know a few friends graphic designer shout out Bree. she made the logo like yeah the logo i didn't even make the main logo hit up one of the homies to make the main logo because i'm like i could make the main logo you know it wasn't like it was like an abstract thing mm -hmm. but i just felt like you know this is me trying to branch out to like let me work with someone even if it's just for the logo and it kind of grew from that to working with people for music video edits working with people for you know obviously i need a studio so working with people with that like it's just it's, no one man is an island if mm -hmm. you are it don't work out it doesn't work out for a long time you feel me so yeah. i just learned that early even that even from looking at interviews of successful people like that's where i learned a lot too like i try to do everything and it doesn't come out the best but when i every time i've done some collaborative work it comes out better I'm still so that's to like something it's hard no it's hard i'm not saying i'm not i'm saying all this i'm not like i'm probably not even the best to work with to be honest <laughs> honestly but i know like collaborative work it brings it just brings better like and too you have to work with the right people mm -hmm. and that's why i say like knowing who to work with can make or break your business okay good point good point okay so this is an interesting question on like the pay side um do you currently when you work with other people um, do you pay them and then do you pay yourself? Anything that I've made from me, I usually put it right back into me. Mm -hmm. So like the commission that I'm doing, you know, that's like I paid for the commission mm -hmm. for the graphics that I have. Like I'm hitting up someone for some 3D graphics for a new rollout that I'm working on gonna pay that too because i just feel like not that i would anyone would want a free of course but i don't want to go around you know hey guys can i get a free this can i get a free that i just feel like i don't feel like that's good business now if you want to give me a discount and you're like hey man take it for free okay cool <laughs> i will gladly absolutely do that but i don't want to i don't know i just feel like you know the world we live in is capitalistic society yes Art is art is art, but it's time and money that people do that people take to create. So I just want to appreciate that by giving them dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that. I was in the painter guy. I was talking about Amani. We were talking about it. We were like, yo, listen, let's not be like it's like we know what world we live in. It's capitalistic. Money, mm -hmm. money is a tool. If you if I'm painting for so and so and the canvas is so and so and you know I was behind the scenes, so I'm seeing the time and I'm seeing his process. So it's like I understand, like I understand. Every artist I work with, I understand more and more. And I feel like that's just that might be just like the people thing. You know what I mean? Connecting mm -hmm. with people. You get to know people more and more. And you also learn yourself too. 
So I feel like I'm big on paying people as well, but sometimes you really can't. So I've been thinking about the three types of, or three forms of payment. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, um, time, treasure, or talent. Um, and how like, it's, it's a little bit hard to do it in this society because you're like, well, you're right, everything operates on money. But like a good example I heard someone say is like, okay, let's say I don't have money, but I'm great at washing cars and you have a car or like I'm great at fixing cars um, and I need you to record something for me. So we're exchanging services um, versus exchanging dollars because it's like, is this something I need, need it done anyways? And I've been trying to get more in that mindset so that like, even I don't want to, I don't want myself to be limited to be like, oh yeah, I don't have a hundred dollars to pay this person, which is like, this is a fair price, but I don't have it, but I still want to work with that person. And then sometimes it's just holding off till you do have the money, but I'm big on paying artists and people because I feel like that's one of the groups of people that get lowballed, especially mm-hmm. in society. Um, and it's like, hey, like we need money. Like no, I, need yeah. to eat. I need, I need food in my mouth. Um, so I respect that. I really do respect that. I agree with your point too. (laughs) Thank you. I respect that you're giving people their flowers though, like right now versus, you know, know, cause you're right. People, people do need money. Um, people do, do need to make things work. So I have two more questions. Um, and then you can like tell them anything else, but what is something you wish, um, you could have that would elevate your business a million dollars listen a million dollars everyone around me is gonna elevate too mm. but on a serious note now that's a serious answer yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> yeah honestly a million dollars yeah that's a million dollars and or a mentor mm. that would like really i think that would catapult me what would mentor, you look for in a mentor? Obviously, guidance, but guidance in the sense of like, all right, what's good business sense? Because I feel like I'm very creative. I'm not saying I'm like freaking Pablo Picasso or anything like that, but ideal mentor, mm, I feel like someone that has an experience in media, either they built their own media company or they're like, see, running, just running a media company, head of a media company. Richard Branson would probably be like an ideal. If I had to like pick one person, Richard Branson. And even just like a conversation with Jay-Z. He's like, business-wise, yo, he's in a, he's he has his foot in everything. Mm-hmm. He's very which smart. Is like, he's very smart. And I would just like, damn. My thing is like, all right, people be like, I'll take the dinner. Is he going to let you pick apart his brain though? I don't think so. So it's mm. like... You feel me? He's not, I don't think he's an idiot about to just sit there and be like, hey, man, so da 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 If it's a good dinner, you never know how, like, the progression of conversation that's true. goes. That's true. Like, that's, that's true. It might not necessarily be like, I think, like, you always get the opportunity to pick people's brains if you're having a genuine conversation. So, like, you could start talking about mating your goals, and then he can, like, offer some input. Like, I, it might not be like, you know, like, I guess, no, some people might ask for money. Like, if you're like, okay. Um, what strategic steps did you take or like what what were key pivotal moments like just listening to how they answer some questions 
give mm-hmm. them insight because it's like even though it will work for them doesn't mean it'll necessarily work for you but it's like exactly. oh okay these are this is what you did or this is what you mm-hmm. um challenged with or this is what like that's why i like accent like i really have enjoyed recording this series so far because it's like people have so many different perspective and different um different um areas where they're growing or there's pain and inflict so you know yeah the dinner might be fruitful or you know you know our generation's full of clout so maybe somebody else want to work with you now that you have the dinner so so that's true okay someone with a strong business sense though business sense okay so business sense and just understands like the media media yeah like today's media the the hubs the different ways people you know intake media too and how fast we do Mm. That's it's dangerous. It's it so is. Dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. I do hope you find that mentor because I think that mate can really do a lot of um, great things. Um, you're already you're already doing a lot of cool things and very like Im- important things, right? And I think that sometimes because we're not where we want to be, we can undermine it. But like artists, I feel like the way the world's moving, artists are like gold right now. Um, you know what just, I mean? Like yeah. It's, it's a hot commodity. It's a hot commodity. I 100% agree with you. Last question is, um, what are you doing today to scale your business or to elevate? Um, and I just used elevate, but what are you doing to grow mate? Like to what you want mate to be? Mm, well, right now I've restarted everything. I have a new website coming. Same domain name. Mm-hmm. But just like a new website, new outlook, not outlook, but layout, I mean, in terms of growth right now, obviously the interviews have been doing good because like I drop interview with say you or anyone, whoever you follow, whether it's one person, 20 people, they will flock to the interview, even if it's half of your followers or like maybe not even half. That's a big number. Let's say 10%, right? Right. 10% of your followers come and say you do like in my head I wanted to do like three interviews a month at least mm-hmm. three different interviews and aside from the interviews I also want to you know there's a lot of events in New York City a lot go and get recap videos and it's been working not saying that it sounds very strategic but it's still genuine in the sense like I actually want to be out here you know what I mean mm-hmm. it just sucks that business is business and you know you gotta have some strategy behind everything so do you not think you can be strategic and authentic? No, you can. But I feel like sometimes when you're too strategic, it can come off like, oh, wow, you're just not fake, but strategic. But it's also <laughs> like the world we live in, you got to be like, I feel like you can't just be out here like a headless chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah. you got to be some, some kind of like you have to have a purpose. I feel like it comes down to that. I'm saying strategy, but it's a purpose. I feel like I'm really supposed to be out here. Not saying I'm like the voice of this generation of artists, but I do want to help broadcast the voices of this generation of Mm. artists. Whether it's, you know, three hubs, 500 hubs, there's a bunch of hubs out there all over different states, bunch of blogs. And I just feel like, you know, now more than ever, 7 billion people, so much cameras everywhere, might as well broadcast the talent. So I have a, I have a, I know that was supposed to be the last question, but how, no, no, how are you planning to like make money out of all of this? What would be the way you generate money 
like sustain yourself through these interactions or these interviews and stuff like that like I'm assuming like sponsorships but I don't want to make an assumption it would be sponsorships as one route of money <clears throat> merchandising always a lot of the artists that I work with I talk to them whether they're in terms of like a painter or something like a clothing designer there's always the route of you know making merchandise with them So what I had a collab, I believe it was last November, mm-hmm. and it was with Bree who I did the who did the logo for me. But like that's kind of the format I want to follow. Work I don't with the artist. I saw the one with Bree. Mm, it was a few pieces that we did. So, but we're like that's one route. Sponsorship comes from like I feel like if you build a community. And you have a following, people will back you. And on top of all that, I feel like also throwing mate, like, you know, mate branded shows, mm-hmm. artists would pay to perform. Obviously, I have to have, like, I would have to bring a crowd for them to, you know, showcase their stuff. But yeah. I feel like that is possible, especially with the people that I, I know, people that I've worked with before. Like, I'm not saying bringing out a crowd is hard, but it is possible. Yeah, and then if you're already building the connections, it's just one of those. Hey, this is happening. Exactly. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, that's a good. Okay, because I was like, okay, I like the idea. But sometimes I think we think about stuff and then it's like, what is the practical? No, exactly. 100%. Yeah, like, how we go eat? Like, how am I going to make money at the end of the day? Because for a good while, a lot of it was just like ideas. It sounds great, but it's like, if it's not profitable, Mm -hmm. like, not to sound like a... Debbie Downer, but if it's not profitable, it's not making sense. It literally. doesn't make sense, it's, especially when you're putting so much into it. And you're investing so much time and energy and like resources. Um, you still have to, and I think that's something I'm struggling with. So I guess I'm talking to myself. You still have to figure out a way to like balance it and pay yourself. And like, I mean, right off the bat, maybe not, but like eventually get into the point where it's like, yeah, exactly. this is something I created and I am like living off of it, or I am able to enjoy um, this this thing that I created. Um, but with that being said, is there anything else you would like um, people to know? I feel like we touched on a lot of things. All I can say is if you have any goals, aspirations, dreams, chase it, go after it, make sure it's profitable. Don't listen to the haters. Know the difference between hate and constructive criticism. Because sometimes you're not getting hated on. You just really got to work on your stuff. You feel me? Like, it's not hate. It's constructive criticism. But chase your dreams. Don't let nothing or nobody stop you. Remember, structure beats everything. Oh, okay that's that's your last word structure beats everything okay structure beats everything i like it we re- we really did talk about a lot we talked about um creating the idea and the journey of what me is and i mean you're going through rebranding right now which is always um excited nerve-wracking and and a lot in between but um mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking forward to the media outlet meet becomes the events that are showcased, the um, merch release. I think you should release, re-release the um, Black Panther, but that's um, a tangent um, and, uh, and everything in between. So 
with that being said, thank you so much, Chris, for sharing your journey. Um, we look forward to staying connected and just following the growth, especially this Absolutely. year. You know, we, look, we really look forward. Thank you for being a guest. Um, I hope the right thank person you. and the people who need to hear this connect with your wise words. Please share where people can find you and support um, the brand mate. So my personal IG is Christopher the Curator. My mate worldwide IG is mate.nyc. And the website is mateww.org. Website will be up in March, first week of March. Okay. Woo-woo. I'll put all of that. Um, I'll put all of that in the in the in the show notes. Um, you guys probably won't see this episode out before March, but then his website will be out and you can exactly. check it out. So we'll be good to go. Yeah, we're good to go. On that note, thank you everyone for listening. Share this podcast with one person you who you think would enjoy or find this episode helpful and rate us wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you all and we are never broke.